Hi, I'm Natalia. I'm Gen Z. I'm Molly, a millennial. This is Arnisha, Generation X. And I'm Micah, the boomer. And, and we, we are Dame, Dame Talk. Talk. Four women, four generations, four unique points of view. Hi guys, this is Natalia, and today we will be talking about whether or not you should quit or stay at your job. So I started working since I was 15 years old, and for the last four years of switching jobs and trying different careers, I've learned to look out for a few telltale signs on when to move on from a job. I've actually come up with five signs that I feel are the most important to look out for. But before we get into the juicy details, um, Dames, do you have any kind of firsthand experience with either like changing career paths or have you been in like a bad environment and you just thought like, this is not it. Like I have to change or something like that. I definitely have oh. many a time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think my, my, yeah, too many. My challenge is that, um, if I don't feel aligned with where senior management is going with the organization mm -hmm. and I can't reconcile that personally and professionally, then I start to get a little frustrated and that causes me to start thinking, you know what, maybe this isn't the organization for me. Um, but then as you go through your career, you realize most of the times there, you're not going to be always aligned with senior management. So you just have to figure out how you can, um, within your own role, make sure you're um, achieving what you need to achieve within your either your group, department, or whatever, your particular job, as opposed to always trying to be completely aligned with where senior management is going with the overall organization. So otherwise you'll be quitting all the time. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I've definitely felt that way um, maybe a couple of times. But um, one particular time it just felt like there was actually probably both. I feel like it was just a situation where I didn't feel like I could grow. I was being held back. Um, and so it was, um, uh, it was just reached that point where I just felt like I, I had to get out. Yeah. Um, now I have, uh, my kind of thing is leave before you get bitter. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. That's um, good. Because uh -huh. now I look back on, um, you know, at least one of those situations. Um, and I'm pretty bitter about it even now, um, after a few years. And I think even about the organization and I'm just bitter towards the whole thing. And just, you know, <laughs> throw it overboard. And we're, yeah. Um, so yeah, so now I kind of, you know, I recognize those, those moments and I'm just a big proponent of leave before you're bitter. For sure. If you can, you can't always. You know, yeah, yeah. And we'll, yeah. And we'll get into that. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How do you prevent bitterness? That's another. That's another right. episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How not to be bitter? Yeah. <laughs> and maybe it's burnout. Maybe it's burnout. Burn. Is maybe yeah. really the, that, the yeah. cause of, of bitterness. Yeah. And and for me, it's been um, the culture, the culture of mm -hmm. the of the organization. It being a, whether it's a fit with me for me rather or not. Um, I think I told you guys about an incident once before. This one, one of them was as a college student where I acted like I was a, you know, I wasn't a college student and I got a job working for a, um, an attorney and he was just very disrespectful, really condescending. Uh, I talked about that in a prior episode. I, I, I didn't last the summer there. Then as a, um, as, as a professional, I was a head of the v, a VP of marketing, leading the marketing department at a company. And, um, the 
somebody in, in senior management had a very, very similar style as the as the attorney. A lot of yelling, a lot of cursing, um, um, very, very condescending, insulting, probably bordering on um, you build being able to build a lawsuit. Seriously. Oh, my God. Probably bordering on that. Um, and that environment is just not a good fit for me. When that is being directed towards you or to when it was directed towards me, I, I knew I couldn't stay. Yeah. You know, it just physically starts to impact you. Physically, the person walks in and you just feel your stomach cramp up. You just start to, you know, you everything. Yet. It, it just makes you start to feel sick. So I knew that it, you know, in both cases I had to leave. It just, I knew it wasn't right. Mm -hmm. So to start off, um, this I kind of like learned at a early age. And I guess it's, this one's kind of more personal to me um, because I'm the type of person where like I work to get money. I mean, I do like the environment and the type of work like, I guess, culture that's in the workplace that I'm like trying to be a part of is important. But um, coming from not like the richest family, um, I do aim to like make sure that I'm comfortable. You know, I never want to be in need, you know. So my first tip is to go where the money is. Um, The first job that I had was um, a lifeguarding position and I've been a lifeguard for like four years now. Yeah. but as soon as I got my certificate, I wanted to start making money. Um, I was making $9.50 at the, my first job, my first lifeguarding job, um, which wasn't bad, but I knew I could be making more. Um, my cousin had actually been working at another pool for years, and she really enjoyed it. Um, she also said that the work environment was great, and so was the pay. <laughs> um, I didn't have a problem with my first job. I actually really liked it. Um, the management was efficient. I had made friends with the rest of the staff and the pool members were actually considerate. (laughs) Um, but if I return the following year, I would have only made, um, $9 and 75 cents. So only a 25 cent upgrade. Um, whereas at my cousin's job, I would have had a starting salary of $10. So (laughs) I've been at that job for three years now. (laughs) Yeah. And I honestly love it. Um, but I, before I made the transition like permanently to the other pool, um, I had a serious conversation with one of my, um, I guess managers or head guards at the first job. And, um, I had like gained a rapport with him. I guess we were like friendly and stuff. So I could talk openly about me like considering a new job. And he was actually the person that said, like, no matter what, go where the money is. Mm-hmm. And that's how he actually got the head job, head guard position, because um, he was at a different pool. They weren't treating him that well. He wasn't getting the money that he, like, knew that he could be making. And he went to another job, and he loves it even more. So, um, Now, did you think about asking for more money at that place to match it? I definitely wasn't in a position to be asking oh. for more money. Um and for that type of job, it's it's not, like, common to really ask for raises, you know? Okay. Because, like, it's, it's like a summer job, you know? Okay. So it's not, like, um, like a huge company or anything like that. But um, I think, see, people would think that, but that doesn't mean if, if you had said to them, I'm thinking about going, considering going to another pool, and, you know, it's a 25%, 25 cent difference or 50 cent difference, but it makes a, di- you know, it's, it 
over it time. Up. It adds yeah. up. Is there any opportunity for me to have additional, you know, get more money here so that you don't have to leave? I think there's mm-hmm. a, if, if you do it in the right way, no matter what job you're in, you should feel comfortable enough, especially if you think you're qualified and yeah. you, you deserve it, to ask for a little bit more money. Yeah. They don't give it to you because you're not asking, so there's no reason to give it to you. But even after um, after you do reach out, I mean, it's definitely good to not, like, jump straight to, oh, I'm going to quit the job because I don't, like, uh, have all the things that I want from my work environment. Um, it is good to, you know, go out and ask for, like, what you should be treated as or what you should be getting. But if you don't get it, then you might want to look somewhere else. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. ask first. If you don't try, you right. then, like, yeah. yeah. If at first you don't try, then yeah. like something. Even an hourly easy. job, whatever yeah. job, I just want women especially feel that they, sh- you know, ask for what you want. Yeah. Just, but, you know, do it respectfully. And then mm-hmm. if you don't get it, then start evaluating. Yeah. But. That- <laughs> yeah. Um, so the second tip is, um, or the second reason is a difficult work environment, which is what you guys are actually touching upon. Mm-hmm. Um. So obviously no company is going to show anything other than the picture perfect work environment where everyone gets along and there are no difficult bosses, by the way, tune into our older episode about dealing with these difficult bosses. (laughs) (laughs) Selfless purple. Um, But unfortunately that's not always the case and there's no way you can actually predict the office culture before you sign on the dotted line. Um, So if after a few months or even a few years, you still feel like you're stuck in a toxic environment, try reaching out to HR, like, try to make your situation better Um, or having a conversation with your supervisor. But if they're unhelpful or they actually make the problem worse, then I would seriously consider other jobs. That's definitely what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I guess what the question, though, is what if you're in that toxic situation, which I really feel bad, and you can't leave until you find another job just because financially it doesn't work then there's you know you have to figure out ways to cope to cope Mm -hmm. i feel bad for the people who just don't have that option because nobody should be in a toxic work environment i agree it's just it's terrible it's draining it's how you feel better (laughs) (laughs) it's sick So our third reason is a career change. Uh, Recently, personally, (laughs) I've changed my major from biology to business management only to go right back to biology after I realized that business management wasn't really for me. Um, But because I actually tried a different path, it helped me solidify the fact that biology was what I was meant to study. And it actually gave me more motivation to work harder in my classes. So this type of trial and error method could also be helpful when choosing careers. Try things that interest you, and if you don't see yourself continuing down a certain career path, then make a change. You as the employee should strive to find a job that fulfills all of your needs and shouldn't really settle for for less. Mm. Find something that doesn't make you dread going to work or bring back negative energy home. Mm. Yeah. Don't be bitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, a change in career is actually a really good reason to leave. Mm-hmm. It, it is, but it's not an easy thing to do. 
Yeah. Depending on what the change is. Yeah. You might have to take a step back. Like mm-hmm. I think right. to your point, you should get all that you want in your job. Yeah. So sometimes you might be willing you might you should be willing to sacrifice a little for the long term. Yeah. Yes. We are work we are going to be working or have worked for so long right. that if you think about it, just a step back Absolutely. for a few years is actually going to move you for could propel you forward because if point. you're passionate about something it'll come through. So we have to think of our careers and jobs working as a long-term game. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. journey. Yeah. So, you know, so to your point it, it contradicts go for the money mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? But it could Every case is different. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 but I think just balancing that out with yeah. happiness. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that also ties in with like not settling for less. Like you should find like a place that suits your like emotional needs, but also like your financial, you know? Yeah. So it just like depends on the balance and like what you're looking for and where you're looking like at, I guess. Yeah. I, I think even there that you it has to be in the context of what your current you know situation, situation is. Yeah. You know? Like I have been looking for a job for 15, 15 months now. Mm -hmm. So where I was originally is not where I am now, you know? So there are, you know, I would, I would, I've definitely changed my salary requirements. You know, I've changed the levels. Um, I've changed a few things just in being open to, you know, just in being open to, um, to, to other opportunities. But that said, when I do start working again, I think that it would take a lot for me to <laughs> to leave yeah. a company because it's been so long, yeah. you know, I'll keep remembering that. Okay, you know, it was you know that was a long 15, 16 months, up. right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. My mindset will be very, very different. Like, okay, look, it's it's not that bad, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, change doesn't happen overnight. Like, you definitely have True. to like be in a certain situation. You have to live out that situation in like a certain amount of time feel for it and then like after careful consideration like depending on your situation then you say like oh what are the steps I need to like change where I am now yeah to get to where I want to be yeah you know it's funny my family used to call me the job gypsy (laughs) they called me that for years because I was somewhere new every two or three years (laughs) (laughs) so they called me the job gypsy so I've changed jobs a lot Mm -hmm. um and I would say all but maybe one or two, I feel like I should not have done it. You know, mm-hmm. I should have stayed a little longer yeah. um, because I've changed jobs so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and like I said, I only regret, I definitely regret one, um, maybe, maybe two. So for me, when my changes were usually for advancement, not always for more money, Mm-hmm. But usually for advancement, yeah. one I think maybe once or twice I made the same. It was a um, a lateral move for salary, but I got I became more senior. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of mine were so that I could move up the ladder because as you're moving up the ladder, the money's going to come. You yeah. know, the money's definitely going to come. But now in this situation, I might not be. Well, I will not be. I doubt it seriously as senior as I was. Um, at my last job and, and the money's going to be, you know, impact that as well. So that is an adjustment that I'm going to have to make mentally. And I'm, I'm hopeful that once I land the job, I'm not in in my old mindset of, you know, you got to get up out. (laughs) You know, you got to make a move so that you can make more money and get a salary. So you can, 
I'm hoping that I will not go back, default back to that because that's been my default. You're like, yeah. okay, I want to, I want to become more senior. How do, what do I need to learn here so that I can position myself for, you know, for a, a more senior role? Um, but yeah, yeah. But so, I think that was the right strategy, yeah. and it's still the right strategy. As someone yeah. says, nothing is your, nothing has to be your forever job. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just so good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just getting tired of looking, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. After a certain point. Yeah. yeah. I'm just getting tired yeah. of looking. But um for like the way I look at it, especially people that are like just starting their careers, yeah. For me, it's better to like try a bunch of stuff and like regret a few things or like say, Oh, this wasn't for me, than later on being like thinking that I'm stuck in a job yes. and like regretting, Oh, I wish I tried this or, Oh, yes. I wish I tried that. Like, and having that uncertainty of like, Oh, maybe this is what I was supposed to do instead of solidly knowing that, Oh, I tried this. It wasn't, you know, what was meant for me, but that only makes me know that like this other path is like what I'm meant to do. And it yes. gives me confidence in what I'm doing, you know? Yes. Yeah. And I always live below your means financially yeah. because then yeah. you have more options yeah. When you're not like top tapped out where you're like, yeah. I have to make this salary mm. because I cannot live unless I make the salary. It just yeah. loosens you up a little bit and give you more, more options yeah. and opportunities. And that's a, that's a, that's a learning that you should apply at a young age yeah. because then it becomes a habit. You know, I, I did, I didn't, I've never grown. I just never lived beneath my means. I always lived at my means. So when you are at a point where you're like, okay, my means are not there anymore. It's it's a big adjustment. Now it's kind of different or like harder, I guess, because like with social media and everything, like if you see, like, if I saw like another 19 year old, like a multimillionaire, like with a company and like interacting private jets and like a Lamborghini or something like that, then for me, it kind of like, obviously instills jealousy and stuff like that but me personally it makes me like strive harder and that's why like money is kind of more important to me oh so shut yeah. that so i know it's yeah. so bad <laughs> shut it it down. it's a bad habit but yeah. in a way it's i guess hard for your generation yeah, more it, really than yeah, yeah. Want, you know? it definitely yeah. isn't good like mentally but for me because i mean obviously i grew up with social media and stuff like that but like i didn't i'm not younger so it's not like that important in mm-hmm. a way, mm-hmm. I guess if that makes sense. But remember, that person is one in probably one hundred million. Yeah, the odds yeah. of being nineteen years old with those resources—it is, you know—it's like a fluke of nature. It's yeah. just not. It, it takes make... time to learn to not be so hard on yourself yes. and to accept that, like, what I'm doing is okay and what I will be doing is also okay. yes, absolutely is enough. Yeah, it's enough for you. Yeah. It's what you. Well, for our generation, it was TV. You saw someone on TV, and you're yes. like. Oh. I think for like for my millennial, my fellow millennial friends mm-hmm. uh, and I, we just look at it and we're like, oh, our parents owned homes. At our age. <laughs> yeah. like, I just want to own something. Like I don't care about the Lamborghini. Like, I just want to own something. Like, yeah. Let me own special New York. You know? Like, um, yeah. so I think that's like it's yeah. Yeah. One of those different different yeah. things that you look towards as like the goal yeah. in life. Yeah. Um, and our fourth reason is actually interesting because you brought it up, Molly. It's no room for progress. Mm-hmm. So I've been a lifeguard for four years now, and at this point I can probably perform saves in my sleep. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I mean, it's not easy by any means. <laughs> um, but it makes me happy and I'm 
honestly love going to work every day. But still, I feel like I could be doing something more. Mm-hmm. So if you go to work every day and you think to yourself, oh, it's just a job. Like, I just go in, punch punch in, do my work, punch out, I'm fine. Um, or you're feeling too comfortable, then you might want to find something that will actually push you like to more success. Um, of course, if you're happy with the place that you work, there's no reason to leave. <laughs> but for people that are just starting in their career, don't settle for less. Strive for something that will actually push you forward if you feel like you're stagnant or the place that you're currently at won't help you evolve. Right. Mm-hmm. And then from your perspective, how w- would you suggest they go about finding that more um, uh, challenging role? Honestly, networking and the trial and error method. I mean, obviously, like, maybe this could go even into the side hustle episode. Make sure you check that out. Um, (laughs) But trying new careers isn't such like, um, it's not like an absolute. You can... Uh, like for me, for example, I'm like a big science nerd. I'm going into biology and I'm probably going to be a doctor someday. But that doesn't mean like I love fashion and I love makeup and I'm like selling clothes and like doing makeup. I might even start a YouTube channel or something. It doesn't mean that you can't like branch out if you allocate your time correctly without like burning out. But definitely like try new things. Like life is so short. You only get like to live it once. Like, there's no reason why you should be stuck in one position because you think it will, like, keep you afloat, you know? I think that's a good point, though, around trying new things Mm -hmm. that don't – it doesn't necessarily have to bring you money, but it can bring you happiness and satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. So for you, and I think you've mentioned it before, you like doing your friend's makeup. Yeah. You know, that (laughs) brings you a lot of happiness and satisfaction. Not Mm -hmm. only do you like to do your own – but, you know, you're not charging your friends, or you could charge your friends, or you could get referrals from your friends, you know, yeah. so it, I, I think that's a good learning um, tip, mm-hmm. is don't necessarily feel like just because you are trained in one way that you've got to stay there. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be your job, but then other things, you can try other things outside of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, go. I was just going to say, and to, <laughs> Micah, to add to answering your question around, like, what do you look for then if for growth opportunities or, or, um, when you feel like you need to have new opportunities to expand and all that. Um, for me, what I've always found when I've tried to, you know, when I've left jobs before, because I felt like I didn't have those opportunities to grow or those to try something new or, um, expand my skills, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought really hard about what it was that was missing in those roles so that it wasn't just I think a lot of times I've mm. heard from, you know, managers or, you know, other um, more senior level folks who get frustrated with people who are, you know, maybe Gen Z, maybe millennial, but earlier in their careers who are mm. talking about growth, they want growth opportunities and, you know, I'm not growing enough and I want to grow more. And I think part of that is like, we are known as being very ambitious generations. So mm. we want to accomplish a lot. There's yeah. a lot to do in the world and like, we, we got to get it done. Yeah. Um, but I think the other part of that is that I wonder if in the past it's been very closely tied with when you're talking about growth, you mean promotions mm-hmm. and salary increases. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, managers will say, you know, it's not all about a promotion or salary increases. And then my response has been, I completely agree with you. So can you help me figure out what it is about then? Yeah. And then there's nothing, there's no support there to help figure out then what does mm-hmm. that growth look like? So for me, then I've looked at, okay, what would I consider 
what am I doing now? What do I want to be doing? That's not just a title change or, not, you know, it's not about that aspect of growth. Um, and then I specifically look for those in new jobs. So like I've wanted to work more in strategy. So I look in roles that have, you know, ability for me to, you know, participate in, in coming up with the, the team strategy and like actually ex executing on that and managing different projects and all of that. Um, to kind of like fill those gaps. So it may not be something that's totally career changing or or um, so massive, but it's like filling those very specific holes that I feel like I've had. Okay. So you're, I think you're, you're, you're bringing a good point about understanding what you're looking for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Because if you don't, if you just say, I just want more money or I just want a better title, but you don't really know what, you, right. what you're looking for for your professional career, then you start chasing the wrong things. And yeah. then in a way, people don't take you as seriously, you know, because if you can articulate to your manager, I want to be here, which means I need to do these things. So can I do this project? You know, then people respect that. And, and then you be, they look at you in a different light as opposed to how do I make more money? No manager wants to hear that. Right. Right. Well, I think that's a good point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And another thing, like with the networking, sometimes like it's not like you don't have enough time or you don't have the means or like you're already juggling a lot of stuff where you don't have the opportunity to like try new hobbies or try other careers. So just finding someone that's already in the career that you want to try, get their input on it. You know, I mean, everybody's situation is different and everybody can have different experiences. But because of that, it's good to at least get like one or a few persons like perspective on something that you're kind of interested in, but you're on the fence about, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. so making an informed decision. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Definitely yeah. do research. Like do not just like make a sudden decision because most of the time you regret it. At least I definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my last kind of reason is um, if the job is not fulfilling enough. Um, I've learned recently that your mental health is just as important as your physical health. No one knows you better than yourself. Of course, even people who love their jobs can feel stressed and overwhelmed during heavy workload seasons. But if you've noticed you've consistently started a spiral into a toxic mindset that actually affects your concentration and your physical health, then it might be something more than stress. Um, Chris, I'm probably going to butcher his name, but Chris... Twang, <laughs> um, is the co-founder and CEO of Republic Wireless. He actually says that um, work can be your passion, but it should not come at the cost of your life or health, ever. If your job is a detriment to your health and your role or company does not allow flexibility or resources to improve it, then it's time to move on. No job is worth sacrificing, sacrificing the one body you have. So to identify the cause of your angst, try to set smarter work-life boundaries and see if your condition improves. Good. Yeah. I think like, I don't know, just you really have to consider yourself at the end of the day, not even like your job, the finances or anything like that. Like there's no like reason for killing yourself at a job, you know, just to make ends I mean, not to make ends meet, but like to strive for, I don't know, like that Lambo that you want or that like five story house or something like that. Just, mm -hmm. I, I think when you said live below your means, like it really takes off a lot more pressure than to like overcompensate yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I had yeah, a, I, 
I had a good friend who's a um, high school teacher, mm-hmm. and she I still have this friend, but she's a high school teacher, and she had a job um, that she was. She had a classroom of thirty-seven students, um, uh, in a pretty um, relatively rough school, and and not a lot of support from the administration and, and all of this. Um, and she eventually made a decision. She was. They offered her, you know, better classes that she wanted to teach. So it would have been 37 plus students, but better classes that she wanted to teach. And, and some of the things that she had been asking for for a while. And she ultimately decided that she needed to go to a different school um, or find a, a different teaching job because she was literally losing hair. Oh my she God. was so stressed. stressed. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, and for her, it's not like it was a career change. She's still a high school teacher. Yeah. She teaches at a different high school. She's yeah. much happier now. Um, but I think completely to your point, like there can be such stressful and because we, we can get, if you're so passionate about the work you're doing and you're committed to it yeah. on the one hand, you know, like you can, you're fine with sacrificing that. But on the other hand, it like gets to an extreme extreme where you just, you, you have to walk away. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah. you know, hopefully you walk away before you get to, to yeah, that point right. of physical deterioration. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's so hard when you're in it to see just how yes. stressful and bad it is. And you know is. what happens yeah. a lot of times is when people go on vacation, they get sick. Yeah. It's because they have all that stress. And then when they go on vacation, their body like releases all the toxins that they've been holding tight. Right. And they inevitably, inevitably get sick on mm-hmm. vacation. That happens to a lot of people. Yeah, That's because of the stress. Oh, the interesting. Yeah. about that? We need more vacations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, I think at the end of the day, just go with your gut. Like you are the best judge of your own situation. You know, right. like if, if you're uncomfortable in a work environment or you're not getting, you know, fulfilled enough or you're not meeting your financial goals or anything like that, like, you know, when it's time to say enough is enough. Right. So hopefully we can all you know learn from this and continue to grow um and thank you for taking the time to listen to us and uh we hope to see you again soon if you have any questions you can email us at dametalk4 at gmail.com that's dametalk and the number four at gmail To learn more about us and these topics, check out our website at dametalkpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks so much for listening. This is Dame Talk. We don't know everything, but we know enough.